1: You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel and I'm on the grid, and so is the and Redhead Cam Stewart. And you know what? We're on the clock, old school. It actually is Game Time Decisions. It feels like it's been a little while since uh, we've had a program uh, like we're going to have uh, tonight. But we've got multiple sports events to break down that are going on this evening. So it actually is Game Time Decisions. Lou, GAMBLU.com is going to join us uh, pretty early, actually, in about 10 minutes' time. Because we got to get right down to business as far as UFC Fight Island uh, is concerned. They're doing it again uh, this evening. And you need a Russian dictionary. um, You need a Quran. And um, (laughs) you need a compass to figure out uh, tonight's card. There's a lot of international fighters. Dudes making their UFC debuts and everything else in between. LouGambleu.com is going to join us. Mike Blewitt's going to join us. And he better have some UFC picks uh, for us. Although I don't think he will. Mike Blewett's going to step up, and then we'll talk a little NFL uh, football. The Raging Redhead, Cap Stewart, has got his memorial golf picks, and oh yeah, uh, for one reason or another, they're putting thirty thousand people um, into a uh, NASCAR stadium. That's smart <laughs> this evening for a NASCAR All Star race. And just for the record, I looked it up, Kat, to see how's Tennessee doing, anyways, with COVID. Mm. Not well. No, Not well, like no, like I don't no. think there's anywhere where you should put thirty thousand people together let alone Tennessee right now. Like I don't know what the hell these people are doing, uh, but whatever. Don't be surprised uh, when Tennessee Volunteer Football doesn't play.
2: (laughs) Good point. Uh, Excellent point, Gabe. But I'll tell you one thing. I don't know. Uh, Fans, golf's doing it the right way. You can say what you want about the PGA Tour. They said, you know what? We were going to bring fans back. Screw it. We're not. We're not having fans till the end of the season, and that's the way to do it. They've had nobody had COVID since, right? They've had a couple, sprinkle of guys. Other than that, nobody. But I'm saying, you know, NASCAR's been do, doing well. But I'm with you. That's premature and stupid. But anyway, as long as there's not many M- MLS games on the board tonight, I'm happy making bets on anything.
1: Well, you're happy to bet on anything but the MLS? You do better than I am. Yeah, you do it still, doesn't, doesn't, mean I'm doing,
2: doesn't mean I'm doing well. <laughs> like last night, I had the union. I took the under in both these games. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. That New York City team, these guys suck. Orlando suck. was dominating them. Oh, they're horrible. They're such dumb. I can round, round up, up. – They're horrible. I
1: can round up 11 rats outside of I'd the agree. Port Authority on 8th Avenue, and they'll push the ball into the net eventually. The other team <laughs> would be scared. They'd all run away, and the rat would just sort of push the ball into the net. What a gutless performance. guys for. They're, know, they're horrible. They've they really lost hard. five they're... games in a row now. They're, they're terrible. They actually oh, yeah, suck. They're... So speaking they're... of which, the Vancouver Whitecaps are in action tonight too. We got MLS action. We got UFC action. We got NASCAR action. We're gonna get into the golf and uh, the Whitecaps. Ooh, they're big, big. I think they're the biggest underdogs yet. They <laughs> might be. Turn, like, like <laughs> they're, they're, It's like listen, San Jose aren't that good, guys, right? Like, yeah. think what Vancouver is. They've had their games delayed so many times. They haven't played. <laughs> True. It's hard to believe we're this far in, and they haven't played. All right, so we got a ton of UFC picks. We're going to get to the UFC picks. Uh, Derrick Henry gets paid in the National Football League, and it's funny because just yesterday we were talking about Derrick Henry and about how next year there's a very crowded uh, free agent running back uh, class and a lot of good backs, and and they already stiff, good backs as it is, I think Derrick Henry made a wise business decision, in my own personal opinion, Cam. Taking the $50 million. He's getting 50 mil over four years. He got $25 million up front, guaranteed. So that's $25 million right away. Not to mention, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, salary yep. caps could be going down. Like, uh, put it this way: If somebody came to me right now and said, "I want to give you 50 million, $5 five hundred million, five million," I'm saying yes, <laughs> yes. It's like, especially in today's day and age, it's like, yeah, yeah, give me the money now. I don't how even know if the I world's going to exist a year from now. Give me the money. <laughs> like, exactly. Give me the money now. Game time decisions radio begins. I am so We got a ton of stuff left to get to, and it actually is game time decisions. A lot of you um, have been listening to the program over the last uh, couple of months. If you're new, uh, to the show. Normally we give picks. Normally we break down games. That's why the name of the show is Game Time Decisions. It's been Fight Time Decisions. It's been Race Time Decisions. But we haven't had full out, you know, full out sports schedule. Although tonight we're getting pretty close, guys. So we got MLS soccer. We've got UFC fighting. We've got NASCAR All Star Race, and uh, we got the Memorial in the morning. So we're going to be breaking it all down. And it's not that far off, actually, guys until all the sports are going to be back in action. And I'm thinking it's actually going to be August 1st. The National Hockey League starts August 1st. The NBA starts on the 31st. Major League Baseball will be about a week and a half uh, in. So basically on August 1st, guys, there's going to be NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball to bet on all in one day. It's as packed as Cam Stewart's fridge. What's going on, Cam?
2: Yeah, it's a good fridge, Gabe. You're right. Uh, When I was on that heater, I did buy a lot of products. So uh, you can always get a nice icy cold can of Coke or Pepsi in my fridge. See, that's what I do. I buy both brands when I'm doing well. Oh, yeah, a case of that, a case of that. Lots of top-notch sodas. You've seen my fridge before. It's stacked. And I'll surprise you, Gabe. I got some golf picks a little bit later on. But we got events coming on with the NASCAR is going off pretty early. The UFC is going off. and Yeah, so later tonight on your show at midnight as well, I'll give you some good top 20s. We got a lot of things to hit today.
1: Uh, The Buffalo Bills and uh, New Era are uh, parting ways uh, right uh, now, as you're going to see more and more of this. And this is exactly why Derrick Henry took the money. Under Armour wants out of the UCLA deal. Just quite frankly, business is that. They don't want to pay $280 million. They don't have $280 million suddenly. The economy has come to a standstill for the most part. So you're going to see more and more of these sponsorship deals start to fall apart. Mike Blewett's going to join us. Lou Gamblu in a couple of minutes. We're into the UFC. But the National Football League, there's a lot of players saying they don't think they're going to start the season. Some of them don't think they're going to play. Some of them think they're going to start the season, but they're going to start the season late. Um, and I've maintained all along, I think they're going to start the National Football League season in October. But let's not worry about that uh, right now. We've got to worry about... Picking some winners. We're going to get into the cage. LouGambler.com. George is going to break down UFC fight night. Let's roll.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
2: watching sports grade get on the grid You're watching Game Time Decisions. I'm the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, joining us uh, on the line. We'll see what's happening with Gabe, a little technical uh, issue there. we got our boy Gamblu. Gamblu will join us now to break down the card, an early one out there. Fight Island round two tonight, but we get going. Fight's just after uh, 7 o'clock Eastern, so we're going to break things down very, very early and get uh, Gamblu on the card. We'll bring in Gamblu right now. Gamble, what's happening, buddy? How you
3: doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Cam, I appreciate you guys having some time for me. The, uh, the great thing about coming on today with a fight in a few minutes, in, in 50 minutes, is that I don't have to speculate about how guys are going to weigh in or what they're going to look like during the rest of the week. All our data, everything has been compiled for us, and now uh, there's really no excuses. And so I can lay out exactly my bets for the week and, and hopefully we can win some money. Well, I'm
1: glad you're here with us, uh, Lou, uh, because I got to tell you, man, you know what you've got, uh, this is for the hardcore fight fan, uh, this card sifting through the prelims, but I'm ready to fire away here. And thanks for uh, joining us. And as you stated, it's cool to be able to break it down right before uh, the fights. So let's jump in. We'll blast through each. Listen, if you don't have an opinion, Lou, don't worry about it. You don't have to give a pick. Uh, for every uh, fight, but we'll blast through the card. Jack Shore, monster favorite here. Man, Matt, wow, <laughs> minus 820. Jack Shore. Jack Shore. <laughs> yeah, against uh, Aaron Phillips.
3: 25-year-old kid, Jack Shore, submission specialist, takes on Aaron Phillips, a kid that was in the UFC 2014, went 0-2, and since then, he didn't uh, take a second job. He kept grinding and working and, and doing what he had to do to try and get a second chance to come back. For that reason, I think he's getting hugely overlooked. I know... This kid Phillips is bringing his best effort tonight. Now, it may not be enough against this Jack Shore, but I'm taking, listen, we we went 11-2 and in in favorites last week. I still managed to squeeze out a profit, which is great. Uh, I'm going to throw a few bombs today, and this kid Phillips is the first one, and I'm not saying a five-unit bet. I'm saying half a unit, quarter of a unit at plus 600, at plus 500. You don't have to bet a lot to win a whole unit that you can invest later in the fights.
1: Yeah, Aaron Phillips plus that, uh plus 570. What do you think, Lou, about this fight going over one and a half rounds there? Because if you think Phillips has a shot, then you think he can hang with this guy.
3: I absolutely do, and that's a correlated uh, comment, so the over is what? Just slightly uh, negative, like minus one 120 to the over one and price. a half? Yeah, it's a fair price. Uh, exactly. It's it, yeah. Uh,
1: it's uh, over minus one twenty-two. That's a fair number. Minus one twenty two over one and a half rounds. Because as you yeah. stated, um uh shore is looking for the submission, right? So Phillips knows this. Can you give I think he can give us seven and a half minutes. Uh
3: I, I can tell you that I have well, small wagers on Phillips. I have small Phillips, but I'll wait until we get there to talk about it. All right, so let's keep it uh, let's keep it uh,
1: rolling. Lou Gamblu.com, kicking it with us uh, right now as UFC Fight Night rapidly approaches. Got a full night of sports uh, this evening. All right, this next fight is interesting. I've got people at both ends uh, talking in both years uh, here. For the record, Joey Odessa uh, and I were uh, were talking earlier in the day, or at least uh, via DMs, etc. And he told me that he's actually leaning. Uh, with um, uh, with Leanna uh, in this fight. Yet, it's funny how all it takes is for somebody to meet somebody. I know a, a cop, and he's working at an airport, and he told me that he met uh, Diana, uh, what's her name, Bilbita? Belbita? Belbita, yeah. You know, yeah, on the way there. And she was super nice. She's in great shape. She says she's ready for the fight. So he gives me, there's no way she's not winning uh, this fight because he met her. And I don't have the heart to tell him, listen. She might be a super cool chick, and you met her at the airport, (laughs) but it's no law that she wins the fight just because you met her. How many times have we met people at airports in (laughs) Yeah, If every guy I ever met won fights, I'd be richer than, (laughs) trust me, all right?
2: Exactly. God, for uh, every friend we knew who got his ass kicked, yes. So,
1: Lou, (laughs) you're the deciding factor. Odessa says one side. A cop in an airport says another side. What do you say, Lou? (laughs) And there's some movement Uh, here. People are betting on Diana right
3: now. I have absolutely no clue. I I can't (laughs) tell you. I really, I can tell you this. Uh, uh, Belbita's from Russian Georgia. Joshua's from Romania. 13 countries represented on this card. How great is it handicapping people from various countries? areas with different expertises in fighting. Uh, I can't love this any more than I do, but I have no opinion on this fight. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why the hell was Bilbita
1: in an airport in Toronto? That's what I want to know.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right, like, that doesn't make sense. sense.
1: Like, is that how she, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, weird times, yeah. man, whatever. Real, real weird, weird times. I don't know. I'm telling you, I don't want to lay minus 205. I listen, I wish you the best, but I'm not laying minus 205 because somebody met her, and I, I, it's, yeah. it's a tough fight. Like, I'm, I'm not betting every fight either. All right, uh, this next one I actually am betting. Uh, Cam's going to like this, Uh, name. uh Chris Fischold. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, Fischold. Yeah, Fischold. Fischold. amazing.
1: You got to be tough when your last name's Fishgold. Like, you, you know, you're a tough dude, like growing up, hey, Fishgold. Like it's like, what, well, hey, shut Fish up. Gold, I'm going to take your lunch <laughs>
3: money. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: hey, Fishgold, come here. Like, you know, Fishgold, like, that's why it's so tough. Uh, exactly. Jared Golden and Chris
3: Fishgold. Any opinion wow. on this one, though, Lou, with Gordon and Fishgold? Uh, listen, F- Fishgold shows up 20 minutes into the weigh-ins, three pounds over the limit, uh, basically saying up yours. I'm not even trying to make weight because I'd rather have advantage, even though it costs me 20 or 30 percent of my purse. I I hate this aspect of the fights. It happened the last card with this Pavia kid who got who who. Yeah. It, it, that's another story. Um, but I leaned to Gordon in this fight only because I'm polluted by fish gold missing weight. Uh, if I had to, if I had a gun to my head, I'd have to take the advantage and take fish gold knowing he's cheating as an underdog yeah, it used
1: to be in the old days people would think oh he had a hard time making weight it means it's bad and it means he's, he's this he's that he's going to be weak and as Lou stated guys there's no punishment they don't care they'll give yeah. up 10% of their purse to have a 5, five seven pound weight advantage they're mm-hmm. also kicked back in the hotel eating whatever the hell they want while another dude's sweating it out in a sauna it's unhonorable there's only two things and I've spoken to professional fighters about this for years. There's only two things that you have to do on your contract. Show up and make weight. Simple. Show up on time, make weight. If you don't, it's just disrespectful to the sport, it's disrespectful. And you see, they move the the, the they all oh, the fighters complain. Oh, you need to move the weigh-ins. So right? you move the weigh-ins and you guys still do it. Doesn't matter. You can move the weigh-ins to three days before the fight and they would do it. Like it doesn't matter. But um, I, I, I think uh, I think Gordon's going to win the fight. Uh, and listen,
2: you're watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Guys, Cam Scurtider, sports good News and Betting Update. You want the capping edge? Get on the grid. Lots of new moves from the NFL. The Cleveland Browns' and defensive end Miles Garrett put pen to paper today, signing that five-year, $125 million deal. This now makes Garrett the highest-paid defender on a per-annual basis in the NFL. The number one overall pick in 2017 has 30 and a half sacks in three seasons in the league. The NFL's deadline for teams to extend franchise tags came and went. Most veterans will play under the one-year tender. But right at the buzzer, the Tennessee Titans and running back Derrick Henry finalizing a long-term deal. right back. Henry's new contract, reportedly four years and $50 million, 25.5 guaranteed. In 31 regular season games since 2018, Henry has been a beast. 2,599 rushing yards, 28 touchdowns. He ranked second in both of those categories, but Henry, the only back with more than 500 carries the last two years, to average over five yards a carry. Most notably, Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Cowboys, didn't sign a long-term deal. The Cowboys' final offer between 33 and 35 million. Yannick uh, Nagakwe of the Jags is the only player yet to sign his franchise tag. He remains intent on leaving Jacksonville. He says he'll play for anybody else on a one-year tender. Key players are going to hit free agency in 2021. A.J. Green. Hunter Henry, Shaq Barrett, Bud Dupree, Leonard Williams, and Anthony Harris. Houston Texans receiver Kenny Stills among 87 people facing felony charges after being arrested at a protest for Brianna Taylor in Louisville, Kentucky. Police took Stills into custody after he and other protesters marched to the home of Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron to demand action against officers involved in Taylor's death. Stills was charged with disorderly conduct and criminal trespassing. He's going to be arraigned on Wednesday, sorry, Friday morning. In the NBA, Indiana Pacers star Victor Oladipo says there's now a strong chance he He will play in the NBA restart if his rehab continues to progress well. He's averaging just under 14 points and 3.2 boards in limited action this year. Baseball Mets ace Jared DeGrom injuring his back. Not too serious, though. An MRI today, he's listed as day to day. Mets fans better hope it's not serious. Jack Flaherty, he will be the starting pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. They open up against the Pirates on July 24th. In hockey, Colorado defenseman Kale McCarr, Vancouver Blue Liner Quinn Hughes, Chicago forward Dominic Kulbick have been voted the three finalists for the Calder Trophy given to the NHL's Todd Brookie. The Jack Adams for top coach Bruce Castillo of Boston, Phillies Al Alvino and Jordan Totterola of Columbus. The nominees, one game in the MLS tonight. San Jose taking on Vancouver san jose the big favorite minus 140 vancouver plus 310 the draw is 280 tip total two and a half minus 128 busy day in the epl and arsenal beat liverpool 2-1 to the loss prevents liverpool from setting the premier league points record man city took out Bournemouth 2-1 to tottenham over newcastle united and in the italian league juventus led susulo 2-0 but they played to a 3-3 draw i'm cam stewart now back to host gabe moretzi with our guest Gamblou.
1: Game time decision continues. I'm right. So we're throwing it down uh, with Lou Gamblu, uh, com UFC fight night rapidly approaching uh, right now. Jack shore and Aaron Phillips will be first up and we're going to, uh, we're going to roll the dice. We're going to roll the dice uh, that this fight can go over one and a half rounds and try to get the party started uh, with a win. I went a little bigger actually on the, on the prelims than I normally uh, do, especially considering we have so many unknown unknown fighters fighting here. Uh, on this card, inexperienced fighters, not very good fighters, unknown fighters and, uh, and everything else in between. But you know what? We're here to gamble, right? So uh, let's, uh, let's lay it down as Rat stated. So let's, uh, let's keep it rolling. All right. So Jack shore, Aaron Phillips, we're going to go, we'll we'll recap our picks, but just where we're at so far, Jack shore, Aaron Phillips, uh, over one and a half. Diana Bobita is minus two Oh five. She does have a major size advantage. I think she's going to win. I'm not really in love with laying minus 205 there. I'm taking Jared Gordon uh, to beat uh, Chris Fishko. That uh, I think that fight goes over the number. Bukakis, I think he wins. I think that fight goes over the number, which leads us into uh, Ramos and uh, Murphy. Lou, any opinion on Ramos and Murphy?
3: Strong opinion. Murphy, in his debut, fights this Russian vice grip called Tuhugov. Uh, Murphy's first round in the UFC he was nervous. He, the, the Russian one looked good. Next two rounds, Murphy won. Uh, they called it a tie. Murphy won the fight. In this fight, uh, he's five years older than the 24-year-old Brazilian, but in this case, the age helps him. He's more experienced. He's taller. He's longer. He's stronger, and he's in a great position. Uh, the 24-year-old Brazilian having to fly across the world for the first time ever. His only experience outside Brazil's to the United States. Uh, Murphy's a live dog, and he's a he's a wager for me. All right, Lou's
1: walking to pooch yeah, with, like uh, it. with 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 Murphy plus uh, 142. All right, this next one, uh, John Phillips. Is this the guy they call the Mike White Mike Tyson? <laughs> I'm,
3: of, I'm not sure what, I'm not sure what
1: yeah, it's they call him. A, little, a little, but little bold, like, you know, comparing to Mike is, Tyson, but basically. Very bold.
3: White like Mike Tyson. No, they're just Come basically on stating
1: now. that his fights are like, he's a knockout artist, Cap. He's coming <laughs> to knock your brick off here.
3: Yeah. He's 22 and nine in the UFC and he's fighting a kid that's an up and comer. I'll give it to him. But he's a 170 pounder taking the fight at 185 and he's six and zero. this is a PhD in MMA fight. This is an, uh, the other Phillips. I'm going to take him for a small wager, and I like the over in this fight as well. Well, you, it's
1: a big number, Lou. You're getting plus three thirty right oh, now.
3: jeez. Yes, sir. Three thirty
1: again, get- and yes, that's why I'm taking
3: here. So- I'm, t- I'm taking Aaron Phillips and John Phillips. I'm going to take a small, similar wager, and if I split, I win, and I invest later. That's that. There's a plan here.
1: And if you go zero and two, you forever hate the name Phillips for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah,
3: Phillips. No, I, no, I go. I lose a half a unit, which is which is like this because I got I got <laughs> artillery coming later, guys. There's a plan. After, nice after that, for Lewis Gillette, for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Phillips
1: the <laughs> Yeah. so listen, this Cosmot guy, great first name, Cosmot, uh, Cosmot. Another submission uh, artist here, as you stated, Lou, with not as much experience, laying a pretty big number here at minus 420. I'm attracted uh, by the craziness of going with John Phillips, uh, plus uh, 330. All right, here's a big number here between th- this is two dudes that really are going to slug it. This one, I think it, um, this is going to be an under. I don't think it lasts very long, this fight, between Abdul Razak uh, uh, Al Hassan. And Mounir Lazez. It's a big number here, Lou. You going to roll the dice with an underdog in this one? I'm looking at the under in the fight. I think the favorite's going to knock him out. But I'm looking uh, at an under in the fight.
3: I like where you're going. I I know everybody's punch drunk on the favorite who's been off since 2018. He also wallows into the weigh-ins three pounds over. Uh, His head is... He's been through some emotional couple of years, and his head is questionable. He, this kid, Lazay, is longer, taller. He's uh, from the area. If there was a crowd here tonight, uh, this kid would have the whole crowd. He's a local prospect. Uh, I, I, I can't—I'd uh, like to think that Lazay is is live, but I don't know enough about him to invest. And there's question marks with Al-Hazan. Pass. All right. Um, yeah. When when you say too, he
1: was actually he was accused and charged with rape, uh, but he was acquitted on all charges. So that that's why I didn't fight uh, for a few years. Acquitted on all charges, but, but, and, but
3: emotional nonetheless. Yes. You could see how it ran yeah. him through the ringer, and the poor kid. I feel for him, but he but he did have to deal with it. And um, and yeah, like you
1: said, he hasn't fought since 2018 uh, as well. So, yeah, we've got uh, Abdul Razak al Hassan. There's going to be fireworks in this fight. Uh, Both of these guys are very, very, yeah, they're very aggressive fighters. They're both going to want to make a statement. And um, you got a local dude versus a guy with a chip on his shoulder. It's going to be a fun fight, uh, this one. All right, Molly McCann, for the record, Joey Odessa likes McCann uh, here against Talia Santos. I don't have a strong opinion. You got anything on this one, Luke?
3: Yeah, I I released this at the with the people at the Las Vegas Review Journal last night when McCann was only minus 120 or 125. She's a little higher now. But I tell you that Santos is 15-1, and one, and her loss is to the Italian Maria Barella, and Maria Barella doesn't belong in the UFC. So this is as much a fate of Santos as it is a bet for McCann, but McCann is a forward-pressing, aggressive English brawler, and yeah. uh, I think she yeah. earns a decision, and if you don't want to pay the high price on McCann, take McCann via decision, you'll get plus 120, plus 125, all her wins. And all her fights have gone to decision.
1: Yeah, there's another name that you know she's tough, Molly McCann. McCann. I wouldn't exactly. want to be the Meatball. brother, Patty McCann. Yeah, yeah. Patty Meatball. McCann. Meatball. <laughs>
2: Meatball McCann. That's great. She's yeah. a brawler. She's, a, she's <laughs> oh, yeah, a brawler. You said it. Some people you just tell by their name. This, chat. Yeah, I'm betting her just on the name alone, Gabe. It's pretty bingo. Simple.
1: All right, so <laughs> Cody Stamen versus uh, Jimmy Rivera. Wow. Uh, Another close, very evenly matched fight, uh, this fight. This is a tough one, uh, Lou. What do you what do you make of this one? I wanted to pull the trigger on you over, but the odds makers have, uh, you know, scared us away of that. So what do you make of uh, this fight with Rivera versus Cody stamen
3: a lot of unknown here. Rivera uh, had a neck issue; he's been off a year, but he's taken his time to come back. Takes this fight against Stamen, who just comes back after five weeks, which I don't like. And he comes back after five weeks against a capable fighter in Kelleher. But after his brother went uh, was passed away. Unexpectedly, and so he went through a huge emotional issue five weeks ago. I think he's compromised mentally taking this fight. The only way I could go would be to take Jimmy Rivera, um, but I think I'll pass. I have enough wagers through the night that this one just was was one I'll pass on.
1: That's a very good point, as came as um, his brother passed away, if you remember, yeah. and he got very emotional in the octagon after he won the fight. But Lou raised a very good point in that that was on adrenaline. You know what I mean? It happened. It was like, all right, no way in hell I lose this fight. And and now time has settled in. It'd be hard to keep that level of intensity up. And it would just be ultra too draining for anybody to keep, be able to, you know, even to put that pressure on yourself. Well, I got to do it again. I can't lose for him again. Right, like yeah. it's it's a different scenario now. It's a good call.
3: Lou. And he steps and he steps way up in competition on top of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's a good point. Yeah, and he was fighting a
1: dude before that fought like two weeks before that, Lou. Remember? because yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, it doesn't
3: that. it doesn't work to turn around quick. You really want I mean, everybody wants to be cowboy Cerrone, but Cowboy Cerrone's had some terrible losses. So you, you wanna be fresh, and I'm wondering if Stamen's that fresh. All right, so let's get into Tim Elliott, a uh, real
1: veteran of the sport, mm. a guy that sort of you know wins fights, climbs a ladder a little bit, gets knocked back down. You know, you talk about a guy that's like fought for everything that he's earned uh, in this company. I know, I know him. Him and um, you know, out of Missouri, him and a couple other dudes um, out of the same gym, real, real, just sort of yeah, scrapping, scrapping dudes, and. Um, <laughs> You know, but not not overly skilled. Not overly skilled. I bet against him, Elliot, a couple of weeks ago, Lou. But listen, the money's coming in on him right now because it was minus 125 about an hour ago at FanDuel. I'm seeing minus 144 uh, right now. This is a winnable fight. Uh, for The experience should be the difference uh, here. A lot of people think there's a sub uh, submission win coming here, Lou. What do you make of the Elliot fight?
3: Elliott left St. Louis in Missouri, his hometown, and, and trained, and, and through his career, he's made colossal mental mistakes in fights that have cost him those fights that you alluded to. And uh, the fact is, for this training camp, he went back to St. Louis in Missouri and got back to his old home gym. He got a haircut. The kid looks different. I love the way he approaches this fight, and he's a wager for me, no doubt. I caught him at he's 125, pl- but... He's still good at 145. Zach
1: Cummings, that's the guy's name. it's that's yes. my name. A guy that he trained with, Zach Cummings.
3: He's got it, Zach on. It, who's on a, the who's a good, solid uh, welterweight fighter. Zach Cummings is a good fighter. Yeah, they're lunch fail guys, right? Like the, yeah. They're, they're going to give you an
1: honest like effort. Them. They're going to show up. Yeah, they're not like the, the best. I like but the style. Yeah, yeah, he's a scrappy dude. Tough. He's a, yeah, like yeah, he's, he's a tough, mm-hmm. he's a tough dude, and he's in a must-win situation, and they're kind of giving him a fight that he can win. All right, hang in here, Lou, and then uh, we'll just get into the main event on the other side with Lou, and then we'll let Lou go so Lou can get his last-minute uh, bets in, like, like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Cam's going to be clicking <laughs> during this break right now. Click, 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 yes. and uh, we'll get our best bets up on the on the screen, and we'll share our best bets. Uh, we're rolling <laughs> the dice uh, with a lot of totals here. Uh, I'm Tommy Total which always worked out well. <laughs> 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 not, <laughs> not. Game time decisions continues. <laughs> Game time soon continues. I am a So, we got a couple more minutes uh, with Lou from gamblue.com. Uh, we'll let Lou uh, get ready for UFC uh, fight night uh, tonight. Should be a fun card. A lot of very violent uh, fighters on the card. Should be a lot of quick finishes uh, this evening, at least I hope so early on, because I bet a lot of, uh, I bet a few uh, under one and a half. So, let's get into the main event, which actually should be a pretty exciting main event. Two very aggressive fighters, Lou. Um, right now, the number's coming down. A little bit. I guess there's a little bit of underdog money coming in. What's your take on the main event uh, here?
3: Yeah, I'm an underdog fan. I started the the week um, a moderate underdog fan. As the weeks worn on, I like the underdog more. Uh, I'm gonna bet i am I'm gonna bet a full unit on the on E I'm also uh, gonna bet the over. I caught. Over 2.5 minus 145, I see it as over 2.5 in the 175, 185 range, depending on where you shop, and uh, I'm very strong on both. Those are my two best bets of the night on that same fight. Uh, I've seen some outfits have the total listed at 3.5. That's no good. It's, it's 2.5. I believe this fight goes deep, and I think Ige getting a little bit overlooked. You
1: know, it's interesting, Lou. You're so Lou, You're Cam. He's not playing around. Three this big underdogs.
2: Got, he's got a kennel, and these are big, big dogs, not Chihuahuas. He's got Saint Bernards. Yeah, big pooches.
3: I'm a big. Let's fan just of me, they
1: bite. Yeah. He's He's been on quite a roll right now. I mean, we. I listen. I was on him. I took him against Barbosa. Did he win that fight against Barbosa? Is another question, Lou. So that, that's my deal. That was a pretty draining that's, fight.
3: That's part of his price. That's part of his price. Everybody believes he, he didn't win that fight. Meanwhile, they're coronating Cater for knocking out Jeremy Stevens. It's a double whammy of recency that's creating value on Dan Ige, in my opinion. One thing, and I, and I maintain this, and I don't like stereotyping
1: or generalizing anything, but I mean it in a complimenting way, but... You know these Hawaiian dudes are just tough, man. you they know what I mean? <laughs> like they're yeah, like it's they're tough. they're tough. They're warriors. They're gonna get mm-hmm. They're they're not going to you know what I mean Wait. be beaten easily, and they're gonna give you everything. And that's why I like the over as well, Lou. I was looking at the over too. You're right. There's all kinds of different rounds out there uh, for this, and sometimes I'll get cocky and want to push it and say, "Oh, it'll go the distance," when no one thinks so. But I don't know. Like like you're saying. I think he gets into the third, maybe fourth round. There's going to be a lot of damage done in this fight by both fighters. You know, game could be a little bit more active. But I tell you, man, Calvin can throw Lou. And it's weird. Calvin's one of these guys that, I don't know, he's basically like a bouncer in Boston, the new Dana or something, right? And I remember he came in, and he was all hyped. He was on a Boston card. And I was like, man, this guy is not good. He's just, like, getting really hyped. And he's cool because he's from Boston, and people like him, and he wants to throw. And, you know, he was okay, but he really has been on a roll, Lou. i got to give him something. I know I'm not going to overreact as far as the Stevens win, but – you got to, you know, it's weird how some of these dudes suddenly get good at thirty or something, Lou. You know what I mean?
3: Let's not take anything away from Calvin Cater. The dude is a uh, is lethal, and he's a warrior. In fact, what what I won't do is try and discredit him in any way, shape, or form. But what I will point out is, if you're gonna get ready to fight a guy like that, who's the best guy you could possibly prepare for? Well, give me a 155-pound guy that not only strikes with his hands but strikes with his feet and bring him down yeah. to 145 and make me go against him to prepare for Cater. And that's exactly what happened with Dan Ige with Edson Barboza. No one could have prepared Ige better for this fight than that Edson Barboza fight. Lou, Gamblu.com.
1: Great breakdown, Lou. Excellent insight, sir. Thank you very much for taking the time to be with us. We'll catch up with you. Um, you know, there's so It's, it's, it's crazy. Like now that uh, now that sports are back, Lou, we got to you got to start yeah. uh, capping some we'll NHL go. soon. It,
3: yeah, exactly. Hockey's a, playoff, in a few a weeks, buddy. <laughs> I am so excited for hockey. I'm about to wet my pants. I hate to say that. <laughs> Me too, Lou. You better get some better get to the Depends. Yeah, <laughs> <get to> <laughs> <the Pappers. Pappers. laughs> I am fired uh, up over hockey. I just can't believe wet, it, and I'm wet, so happy wet. they did this Canada thing. I, I got nothing but positive, great things to say about that whole deal. Listen, Joey Odessa will join us on Friday. We're going to get
1: to the UFC, but before we get you out of here, there's so many. This card was not easy, Lou, and I'm glad you're able to join us. I put some work in. There's a lot of stuff going on. I was in the basketball tournament, MLS soccer. There's a lot of sports going on right now, but I haven't even uh, I haven't even approached Saturday's card yet, uh, Lou. Uh, So, any have you taken a sneak peek yet?
3: Yeah, there's opportunity on Saturday's card. And the biggest opportunity is to sit and wait and be patient and let all the people that don't normally bet this sport come into it and start betting it on Saturday, the day of the fight, after they've had their brains beat out these last two cards, and then maybe play against some of that flow. I will say that the the co-main event, Gastelum and Hermanson, is going to be a great fight, and we're going to know early who's going to win that fight based on how the first round goes. Hermanson needs to be a bully. Gastelum needs to take it late. I do like Kelvin Gastelum in the fight. He opened 130. He's down to Uh, pick them right now but it's early and who knows what can happen in a whole week lou com, great stuff as always lou thank you very
1: much for taking the time to be with us
3: thanks for having me guys good luck everybody there's
1: a lou Lou. uh, com. all right we'll get down to business uh, right now so here's uh, here's what i'm going to roll the dice on i'm going to take uh flash gordon here at minus 148 so we're going to lay the price uh with gordon we're also going to lay the price uh, with um, Bukakis uh, here, minus uh, 190. We're basically playing some favorites. We're going with Gordon, Bukakis, Ramos, Tim Elliott. And with all due respect, I like Dan Iggy as well. I, I think you know he's a good fighter. He's a tough dude. Uh, but I think it's a bad matchup for him. He just fought before. He got into a battle. He got into a war. He didn't really even win the fight. He was lucky to win that fight. And I think Calvin's going to tag him a few times and hurt him along the way. So we're going to play that uh, parlay. So we'll play Gordon, uh, Bukoskis, Ramos, Elliot, and uh, Qatar, Al-Hassan, and a shore parlay at minus 110. Get a little piece in the parlay. Uh, get the night uh, going here. Qatar, Al-Hassan, and a short parlay is minus 110. So to recap, we'll go with uh, Gordon, minus 148. Bukaskas, uh, minus 190. Ramos, minus 162. Elliott, minus 126. Qatar, Al-Hassan, and a short parlay. Now, we've got some totals here. We've got a couple of added plays we're going to add. But we're going to play this Phillips and um, Phillips and Chimeh. Uh, under This is the one where they got the, the white Mike Tyson dude who's going to be looking for a knockout. All of his fights last like a minute only against like a Russian dude that's looking to sub you, and his fights always last only like a couple of minutes. So someone's getting subbed or someone's getting stretched. One or the other, I don't care. Um, as long
2: as it goes under one and a half. Some, someone's getting stretched. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's
1: great. Al yeah. And Lazez under Al-Hassan and Lazez under one and a half uh, rounds. It's minus 194, but it's not going to last this fight either. This fight, both these dudes, someone's getting knocked out here too. Bukovskis and uh, Mikulidis, I think it's going to go over the number. I think the number's too low at one and a half. I actually like this one a lot. I think that's going to be a longer fight. And then Gordon and Fishgold, I got going over two and a half rounds. At uh, plus 116. So um, as far as, yeah, I'm going to jump in on McCann. I'm going to jump in on the chick that Buddy met at the airport, uh, Delbina. it has got a big size advantage. So I'm, I jumped in on her, and I'm going to take McCann as well, uh, Ken.
2: <laughs> I love it. The chick who Buddy met at the airport. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on. Uh, I got to be honest with you, Gabe. Like, Tim Elliott's a guy that I like. Uh, I don't like the fact that the the odds are gone up but I'm still gonna bet them it's a uh, sometimes you know it's bad that you che- want to cheer for somebody in a fight uh it's it's all about us making money but I think you should be able to get it done I'm gonna ride your guy's wave with Molly McCann and uh, I don't know what to do with this uh, Iggy Qatar fight man it's a uh, it's gonna be fun it's hard like Qatar you like Qatar, right and Lou Lou likes the dog but man he's he's almost a three to one favorite Marenzi. that's a that's a tough that's like I want to take the dog put but I don't have in it Yeah. 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 So I I, I don't know
1: what I'm going to do with that fight. I think it'll be the fight of the night. Oftentimes like the main event won't be great or it's not a great matchup, but stylistically, this is a really good matchup. Like this card, let's be real. I mean, yeah, I mean like we've, we've got, you know, this, it's not, this isn't a top tier card uh, that we've got here, but it's a great main event. In a sense that, you know, I'm not talking about ooh belts and all that type of crap. But basically, you got to do it for Boston. It's just look in a box and knock your head off. And he's very direct. He's almost like a modern uh, version. You remember uh, you met him, too. He was actually one of the craziest. He was very crazy that night. He said a lot of crazy things. Remember, like, we had to take the mic away from him. The uh, the Irish hand grenade, Marcus Davis. No. <laughs> That's right.
2: <laughs> You're right. I remember you. Like we've had like a million drinks. You are just like slowly like sorry, angrenate. You can't talk anymore. But he <laughs> started so say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that <laughs> was dude, it was for him. <laughs> it was for his own <laughs> yeah. good. Exactly.
1: He's talking he about UFC him. fighters. He's like, oh, I hope that guy gets AIDS and dies. <laughs> he goes, oh, I'll, he goes oh, I'll beat him and his mother up. Like he's like talking. Like, yeah. And even other UFC <laughs> fighters were there. And they were, like, leaning over to me, and they were like, bro, man, they were like, this guy is crazy. Right? Just for the record, they like, like, watch out. Like, he's nuts. And everyone was like, all right, Marcus, I think you should stop, like, talking. Like, yeah. like you said, I was trying to pull the mic away from him slowly. <laughs> like, all right, come on. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, he was he's a character, but he's, he's going to show hand. up and want to fight. But, uh, you know, Calvin Cater, like, he's a guy. He's not, like, a well-rounded mixed martial arts guy like that. You know, I, I know he runs a school, but he basically wants. He's very just aggressive, and so is the opponent. And the thing is, he did gets hit a lot. So it's it's, it's probably going to be the fight of the night. It's going to be a lot of you know. It'll be a fun night. They're both going to go back and forth. But I just think Calvin hits him harder and c- creates some more damage. He's favored for a reason. He, he's 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 favored. He's favored for a reason. So the NASCAR All-Star race goes off the board at 7-2, Cam. Yeah. Who are you, who you taking?
2: Yeah, there's two of them, right, Gabe? There's the, the smaller one and the the big one is 8-30. In that one, it's crazy. Like, we talk about Kyle Busch again, and he's like in the four, like, you can't bet, like, what the hell is going on? Like, I don't even know. Like, you're watching these races, Gabe. It's like, you know, other than the crash, like, this guy's not even getting close. I don't know. I, I, I have no idea what to do. Hamlin, like he seems to be a guy to go to. I, I kind of want to pick somebody different. I don't think we're gonna have a Cole Custer uh, again. Like that, that was crazy, at two hundred and fifty to one. But I don't know, buddy. What about Hamlin? He seems like a guy that's there all the time. He's pretty consistent. I'm gonna look at it again. But uh, I was asking what you, what you like in that uh, NASCAR.
1: I'm gonna take Brad Keselowski. I'm gonna take Brad Keselowski at plus eight fifty. Uh, nice to to win this all-star race. Yeah. I think it's going to come down to either Harvick or Koslowski. They're racing for a million dollars. You know, it's going to be really cool. Actually, I look forward to seeing this is um, it's like uh, they've added. Uh, it's like disco night or something. Like basically <laughs> they've added lights under the car. Oh, that's awesome. Like, cause it's, yeah, yeah. It's an all-star. They want to have some fun with it. So the cars are going to be lit up. It's a very, fo- of course, a very Fox-type thing, right? <laughs> like, it is, but I'm down with it. The In today's
2: world, we
1: need it. No, they're just trying to entertain. Um, they're, they're, just, uh, they're just trying to entertain. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. The drivers actually like it. They think the cars look really cool with these lights. All right, Game Time is continues. to Continue. Episode continues. I am The countdown is on UFC fight night uh, from Abu Dhabi and Yaz Island. We've got NASCAR from Bristol, Tennessee, and they're putting 30,000 people in the stadium uh, tonight for one reason uh, or another. Uh, we're going to get into the golf uh, picks. We've got MLS soccer that we'll get to. So let's let's just get to the NASCAR a little bit uh, right now. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, tonight's uh, race is concerned, I do like Eslowski. I think there's good value. With him at plus eight fifty. We should note that the real All-Star race starts at 830. So, you know, yes. you've got your sort of the the open is to qualify to get in for some other drivers to get into the all-star race. You know who won the all-star race last year? He's not here tonight. And you know what? It'll 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 settle in more how much his life sucks tonight because he'll remember, oh God, I won this race last year, is Kyle Larson, who actually got fired. Oh, no. Yeah, Kyle Larson yeah. won last year's uh, All Star uh, race. One thing about like other sports cam and All Star games, they take this seriously. Like this is this is this is like for real. It's a million dollars, bro. It's huge. Like it's like the exactly. basketball it's a tournament
2: game last night. You saw how emotional those guys got at sideline cancer, like on the ground crying. I would too, man. They're playing for for cancer. They're playing for their buddies. You work that hard to lose. And the the thing is, Gabe, when we talk about this it's not... That was heartbreaking. it. Was no, No, I'm not even talking about like covering or everything. I'm just talking about life for a sec. It's not like a golf tournament. Say, Marenzi, you come in 52nd, I come in 61st. We both make the cut and get a paycheck. You go from a million to nothing. They get nothing. That is the worst feeling when you work your all the way up to that to nothing, man. That sucks. Uh,
1: it's unbelievable. I was, uh, we'll get into that in the, in the next hour to the program a little bit. You know, Brad Koslowski's never won an all-star race uh, before either. I actually like that. I think he's going to be hungry uh, to get it done. I'm feeling it. Plus 850. We're pulling the trigger. Brad Koslowski. He runs well, too. Uh, Bristol Cam, uh, you know, he's won three times here before. He's laid 812 laps over 21 career starts here. Brad Koslowski wins the all-star race. Bagels
3: and bad beats. Never being a Cam fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real-world Patriots from that standpoint. The Sports Grid Network.